are in Christ Jesus. You are a child of the word. You were born again by the ever-abiding living word of God. You grow by the word and the trajectory of your life is shaped by the word. So the one who is beloved of God is what? So are you beloved of God? Are you a saint? Do people qualify to be saints? No. Is there any qualification to become a saint? Well, if there is any qualification, it is believing Jesus. So, the day you believed in Jesus, that is, you became a Christian, that very day you have become a saint. And as you listen to this insightful teaching through our pastor, Pastor Dio Olushoga, lead pastor, S Church International, may the eyes of your heart be enlightened. Jesus physically appeared on the heart to the apostles and even to our days. One thing remains the same is that we can trace miracles to Christianity. We can, it is a back-to-back trademark. The resurrection of Jesus in itself is a miracle. Which the apostles said, if indeed the Christ is not resurrected, then you are still in your sins and your faith is futile. Because we preach God to have raised Jesus from the dead, whom indeed he did not raise. And so our faith as believers hangs on the reality of the miraculous. Therefore, if the miraculous is not real, our faith is not real. Because by believing, we have made God a liar. Why? We are standing on what he has never said, it is true. But glory to God, this thing is true. Glory to God, it is true. Christ is indeed resurrected from the dead. And by that, we are guaranteed that forever, this our faith will be marked by the miraculous. Hallelujah. You know, there are believers that their life is sparsely punctuated by miraculous. No, that is not the norm. The normal Christian life is that your life is continuously punctuated by the miraculous. Hallelujah. Not a bit of the miraculous and then a bit of the normal life. What do you call the normal life? Your birth as a believer is a miracle. that when you believed Christ, the Bible said you became a new creation. The Bible says when man being Christ is a new creation. So your birth, your new creation was a miracle in itself. How? 
that instant you believe the same thing that happened to Jesus happened to you you died you were buried you resurrected now you are seated with him in that instant the reality of what he has done became yours how then can your life be sparsely punctuated by the miracles hallelujah you see there's really no need to argue whether um, you know the church is supposed to be you know just where people come hear exhortation or you know it's, 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 it's supposed to be a blend of the word and the spirit you see there's really no need what, what is true needs no argument it's just because of the loss of some truths Is there an argument whether people should bath in a day? It's not an argument. So there's really no argument. There's really no argument around it. Whether the life of the believer should, you know, should be more of logic or more of the spirit. Huh? It's just because of some blindness of some kind. believer's life is one of the miraculous now your breath was right the miraculous what do you think will characterize your life the bible says that in the resurrection of jesus god demonstrated the greatness exceeding greatness of his power if your birth was marked by the demonstration of exceeding greatness of power no you've been born into a lifetime of power You don't get. Be, that's your that's your line. That's the way your life will continually go. Say, I experience the power of God. Ah, I experience the power of God. Yeah, I experience the power of God. Continuously, not once in a while. I see the power of God. I enjoy the benefit of the power of God. And I flew in the power of God. Oh, hallelujah. 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 Father, we thank you for tonight. We give you praise. We give you praise. Thank you, Lord. Thank you for your spirit that is alive in us. We give you praise for this. We honor you. Father, tonight we're gathered around your word again. But as about the instrumentality of your spirit, you cause our eyes to be open, you cause our minds to be flooded with light. In the name of Jesus. Lord, we thank you. Because we're going to be built up by your word today. I'm going to be improved and made better. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. evening church yeah how's everyone today i believe fine right okay ah please the lord they are not cook it's a fantastic and i say praise the lord you are not cook amen okay you know christianity is not 
Um, I always put it like this: that Christianity is not <clears throat> do something or what's happening. What's the problem? What is the problem? That's it. I left. Right. Okay. Don't let that cause a distraction. But am I sounding well? That's fine. Um, okay, you've allowed me to lose my line of thought. <clears throat> Let's just turn to <clears throat> what we have to do today. Um, we'll be looking at newscasters. Now that's going to run through <clears throat> this month. By the way, happy new month. We're just seeing, um, you know, in September. Happy new month to those listening online and just watching happy new month welcome to september now let me quickly tell you of course you know already there's nothing special about the ember months you should know that by now okay there's nothing to fear you too you say ba 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 you have baba your father amen okay so this month you know <clears throat> We're going to be looking at how to preach the gospel. All right? Excuse me. <laughs> what did I say? We're going to be looking at how to preach the gospel. And that's what we've captioned as newscasters. Who's the newscaster? Uh, so who spreads the news or reads the news? An herald. Hmm? Yeah, an herald. So. Um, we're going to be learning the act. It's not act. Oh. On the graphics, it is act, like ACT. It's not act. Act is a verb, right? Art. Now, the act. Hmm? Of course, you know that tailoring is an art. She? That is fashion designing is an art. Hmm? Photography is an art. Amen. Um, football is an art. Now there's something peculiar to almost all those arts. They can be learned. You can learn it. You can learn every art. So a believer wakes up or is in a church and you know they are very strong on um, evangelism okay or they are very passionate about missions and then that one is like ah me i am not very good at evangelism or he or she says i don't know how to preach the gospel it's not a crime that you don't know how to preach the gospel how many of you were born into of course everybody here was born into a family right yeah how many of you were born into a family where maybe one of your family member was a Ketra, or is a Ketra. Oh, that's awesome, awesome. Now, um, almost by default, everybody in the house will know how to cook. It's almost by default. Why? Because you will be subjected to the training, whether actively or passively. Okay? You have an auntie that is a Ketra, she will try almost every dish 
in Nigeria. She will cook it. I have one. Ah, Auntie Ju. Jesus. She can cook. In a freezer like this, every kind of soup is there. And she's not planning to eat them that day. She made them, uh, you know, so that just in case anybody comes, she just, you know, satisfy their taste board with that wholesome delicacy. Now, whether actively or passively, if you stay around her, you will know how to cook. Is that so? Now, were you born, you that started staying around the person that knows how to cook, were you born with the cooking skill? Eh? What happened over time that you now knew how to cook? You learned it. So every heart can be learned. It can be what? Every heart can be learned. And one of such is the heart of preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Now, before we look into how to preach the gospel, definitely we will need to look at some things like why should I preach the gospel? And what is the gospel? Then we can now start talking about how to preach the gospel. Glory to God. Are you following? So we'll look at why should because if it's, I mean, somebody can say that well, it's because it's important that I learned how to cook that one matters to my life. But what do I stand to gain preaching the gospel? I will just, I'll just be raising my voice. Some people feel that now you will learn a lot in this teaching series of how to preach the gospel. Some have already been um, um, I don't know what to call it, made to think that there is only one, the only way you preach the gospel is you carry Bible, you carry bell, and then everywhere on the streets, book or megaphone. Give your life to Jesus. Or you stand at the bus stop. Give your life to Jesus. Give your life to Jesus. Or you early in the morning, just, just, just go to your neighbor's house. Maybe around the corner, and they start preaching. Um, uh, Jesus, you know all those things that we were used to when we were growing up. Hallelujah! Now, while those things in themselves are not wrong, okay, the style is what we are talking about. The act is not wrong. What is the act? Preaching the gospel. Okay? But we are talking about the art. You see, when you learn the art, okay, it becomes easy. It will, the, the various acts will flow out of you naturally. And those are the things you stand to gain if you listen very well to this teaching. Are you listening to me? Now, how many of you have 
ever changed school here. I never have changed school, change, 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 change school. Like you're telling just why one school, just <laughs> Amen. Now, changing school, you will understand what it means to have friends. Because the moment you change school, your old friend ceases to be your friend in that school. You will have to make new friends. Is that so? If you don't make new friends or they don't befriend you, you stand a chance of being a Liverpool. Never work alone. You will work alone, no? Work alone, do assignment alone. Especially in the university. If you don't have friends that like to do assignments, ah, your do they withdraw here. You will miss tests. You because they will just call you guy. We have test tomorrow. Ah, no, we test tomorrow. Say ah, the lecturer is in class now, now, and then you just jump. Sometimes you won't even bath. Just wear your clothes. Spray perfume. Glory to God for perfume. And you just run to lecture. Back, back, back. You sit down. You quickly write test. Why? Because you are different. Hallelujah. Now. In making friends, you understand? I just told you some of the benefits in making friends now, right? Now, but you know that before having the friends, there are things you do to make friends. Praise the name of Jesus. Are you following me? There are things you do to make friends. Now, do you consider it outrageous? Do you consider it absurd? Wanting to make friends. Does anybody consider it barbaric or awkward to make friends? Hallelujah. In fact, on Facebook, the more friends you have, the more your audience. Just the same thing on Instagram and all those social media. The more followers you have. I'm aware that in this our generation, people are paying to grow their followers. Are you getting the picture? Now, by having more followers, you have more audience. And I learned that when you grow your followers to a point, Instagram and all those people start paying. True of us. Why? They are paying your influence. You didn't get that. They are paying you because you have influence. You have a community you are reaching. Same thing. Before we start looking at even from scripture, why should I make, um, why should I preach the gospel? By preaching the gospel, you will spread the influence of the gospel. We spread the influence of the gospel. I'll be aware that this generation we are living in has a culture of its own. The Bible said that Satan is the God of this world. Amen. And the God of this world is intending to not only make some, um, you know, deny the truth that is not, 
make them not believe the gospel. Are you following me? By reason of that, you know, act of making men deny the truth, he's spreading a culture. The unbelievers have a culture. And guess what? They are not being careful. They are spreading it into every man's world. Hallelujah. Now you know that the ones who are unbelievers are in darkness. Hallelujah. Why? Because they are under this way. Colossians chapter 1 of verse 13 says, He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness. Has translated us from the domain uh, into the kingdom of his dear son. Hallelujah. In other words, anyone who is an unbeliever is still in darkness. Now, what do you think will come out of the mind of a man that is in darkness? What will come from a mind that is in darkness? Darkness. Now, if you ever wonder why the world we are living in is like this, trace it to that one thing. There are men in darkness from whom darkness is coming out. From whom evil thoughts are coming out. Do you think it's Satan that comes and makes evil laws, evil policies? Satan comes as a human being to make them? No! Through human minds. Who invents evil things? Satan, through who? Evil men. Who passes laws that make life uncomfortable for believers, Christians? Uh uh-uh. Satan doesn't come as a person. He puts that thought in a human being. Glory to God. Therefore means that we remove light from this world and the entire world will be in darkness. What is the light? The light of the gospel. Increase the intensity of the light and this world is lighting up. Remove light. Glory to God. Remove light. Everything you have is darkness. If we switch off the entire light in this room, what happens? This whole place becomes dark. The light, lighting of this world is the gospel. Not to now talk of the eternal destiny of men. Glory to God. Let's go to um, 1 Timothy chapter 2. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah. Are you there? First Timothy chapter 2. Are you there? Said, so I exhort therefore that first of all, supplications, prayers, intercession, and giving of thanks be made for all men, for kings and all that are in authority. That we may lead a quiet and peaceable life in all godliness and honesty. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior, 
who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men, the man, Christ Jesus. Hallelujah. Glory to God. The Bible says, it is the will of God for all men to be saved. Verse 3. For this is good and acceptable in the sight of God our Savior. Who will have all men to be saved and to come to the knowledge of the truth. For there is one God and one mediator between God and men. The man Christ Jesus. Let's read further. Verse 6. Who gave himself a ransom for all. Look at that verse 6 again. To be testified in due time. So first, it is the will of God for all men to be saved. Hallelujah. And because he wants all men to be saved, he gave someone as a ransom. Who is the ransom? The man Christ Jesus. Now, after he made that one a ransom, what then did he want afterward to be testified? In other words, what he has done must be broadcasted. Did you see the flow of thought there? It is the will of God for all men to be saved. He did not fold his hands. Hallelujah. He did not wallow in pity. Are you following? He did not wallow in pity party with man. Glory to God. That is, God was not just sympathizing with man. That hey, if this man is not saved like this, how ah, do you go to hell? Oh, he will miss heaven. And all those religious creatures we used to say. No, God did beyond that. What did he do? He took action. What did he do? He gave. The Bible said, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son. And whoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. Hallelujah. And so, God, because of his love for man, did something about man's situation. What was man's situation? The need for salvation. God saw man's need. He didn't look away. He didn't just do pity. He did something. And what did he do? He provided a solution. What was the solution to man's need? Jesus. So man needed salvation. God granted him a savior. Are you following me? Now, after he gave that savior as a ransom for all, the next thing on his mind is that he should be testified about like we saw in that verse 6. Who gave himself a ransom for her to be testified? Which means in the mind of God, he is looking forward to, you know, as when he was planning, you know, the redemption of mankind, he's looking forward to the time when Jesus was going to die. When Jesus died, he's looking forward to the time when his son, the sacrifice of his son, will be testified about. And so, number one, why should we preach the gospel? Because it is the will of God. Or it is the desire of God. Glory to God. 
it is the desire of God to, for every man to be a testifier. It is the desire of God for every man to be an herald. It is the desire of God for every man to be a newscaster of this truth. Hallelujah. Now look at verse 7 of that same chapter we are reading. 1 Timothy 2 and verse 7. Whereunto I am ordained a preacher and an apostle. And so because God wants men to preach this truth or to tell it to others, he appointed someone, he ordained them. Glory to God. He ordained them to become preachers. That is, he made that preaching the purpose of their life. Glory to God. Knowing fully well that once it becomes a man's purpose and a man discovers that that is his purpose, he will be, he will be, he will be uh, obliged to fulfill it. So listen to me, believer. You, are, you also have an eternal destiny that must be fulfilled. It's more than a church assignment. It's more than one of the things we do in Christianity. You have an eternal destiny that you cannot fail at fulfilling. Hallelujah. And what is that eternal destiny? This is it. This mandate of testifying. Hallelujah. You have what? An eternal destiny. In this so say, no, that's my destiny. My destiny is uh, whether to become a billionaire or to work in Chevron. Listen to me. All those things are not your destiny. Say, ah, my, my, ah, my destiny. I will be, I will be, a, I will marry. We have children. Those things are not your destiny. I will travel abroad in first class or have my own private jet. That is not your destiny. You know that was there are things about your life greater than those things. Hallelujah. That is, there is more to your life than eat, live, and die. Hallelujah. There is more. What did I say? There is more. There is more to eat, live, and die. There's a mission to fulfill. So this is your mission. Making this gospel popular is the mission, is the reason why you are still here. If you ever wonder why you didn't die after you believe the gospel, I just explained it to you now. Because you have a mission. Somebody told you that good news that God you said. Others need you to hear it. If somebody did not tell you, you wouldn't have heard. Others, they need you in the same vein to hear. Hallelujah. In a moment, I'm going to be explaining the system by which these truths, hope you know, this same message, 
this same Bible that we are reading, it's account and story today. You know, you understand? You know what was written years and years ago. Have you ever wondered why has it not faded away? This thing, this thing, why has it not faded away? So let's see now. Go to Second Timothy chapter two. Start from verse one. Oh, Now somebody say, eh, Pastor. When we read First Timothy just now, Paul said it is him that was ordained a preacher. Me, I'm a believer, and so that is not my destiny. Okay. I hear you. Let's just read together. You will see now. Are you following me? Second Timothy chapter 2. Let's start from verse 1 down to verse 2. Thou, therefore, my son, be strong in the grace that is in Christ Jesus. Now look at verse 2. And the things that thou hast heard of me among many witnesses, the same commit thou to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. Bible in basic English renders that place like this. And the things which I have said to you before a number of witnesses, give to those of the faith so that they may be able to, so that they may be teachers of others. Hallelujah. Paul said, the things that I have taught you, that you have learned from me, the same thing commits to others. Of course, other men in the faith. Who will teach others as well? Now, in all likelihood, what would Timothy have learned? What is the message that Timothy must have learned from uh, Paul? Huh? The gospel. Are you following me? So, Timothy at a point might not be a good preacher. But by reason of learning and tutelage, under Paul, what happened to him? He could teach. Now, he is going to teach others. And those ones that he will teach will go and teach others as well. Are we following? So, that settles the question of what if I don't know how to preach? You can learn. What are the things you have heard from me? Among many witnesses. So you know, like you, Paul had a, a company of men he was teaching. Hallelujah. And amongst those whom he was raising as disciples, Timothy was one of them. So the other witnesses in all likelihood were the other students or disciples. Amen. Perhaps he had a class where he was teaching them. That's not strange because we have seen Paul in Acts 19 or Acts 18 separate certain people who believe and he was teaching them separately in the school of one Tyrannus. So he's not, um, he's not, he's not out of place. That he has gathered men and he must have been teaching them. 
So Paul is here saying that the things that I have that you have learned from me. Hallelujah. Say the same thing. Commit to other men. Then you'll be able to teach others. In other words, the church is the only institution or is the only academic institution where the goal is to make students teachers. Hallelujah. So, Shebe, you said you are only a believer. Are you following me now? Shebe, you said you are only a believer. You are the believer that is like a student. Amen. Your destiny is to be a teacher. Does that answer it? Say me, I'm just a believer. No, I'm not a preacher. Your destiny is to what? Be a teacher. So, don't let us call it preacher. If we call it teacher, is that fine? Abi? You say you don't like preacher. Okay, teacher. Hallelujah. What did the Bible say? The things that you have heard of me among, faith, among many witnesses, the same commits to faithful men who shall be able to teach others also. And like I said, the church is the only institution whereby the curriculum teaches students to be teachers. Or he grooms students to be teachers. In other words, the goal is not to keep you as students. The goal is to mature you from students to teachers. And therefore, how we know that you are maturing is when we see you becoming a teacher. Hallelujah. How we know that you are indeed maturing is when you are taking up this response or when you are flowing not just in teaching within the four walls of the church but when you can teach that is when you can explain the gospel knowing fully well that before you become a teacher you have understood the subject so by being a teacher we mean that you have understood the gospel that means the maturity of a believer is estimated by how much he understands the gospel and he can explain it. You have not yet understood a subject unless you can explain it. That means no matter how long you've been born again, if you don't understand the gospel and you cannot explain it, okay, we have to check again if you are indeed you know, maturing. And now, look at me. This is the reason why we keep the message of Christianity, which is the gospel, we keep it as the emphasis in the church. So today, when you came to church, excuse me, today when you came to church, it was basketball that they discussed. Tomorrow, when they came, it was uh, what else? Seasonal movie they discussed. You came to church, and then it's movie, movie day in church. Nothing wrong with that. I watch movie. But today is movie. Then another Sunday, what is they come and discuss? They come and empower you how to be a very good businessman. Oh God, when will you understand the gospel? Which week will you understand the gospel? Oh, Easter Sunday. Which day will you understand the gospel? You now go to a church where every day is word back to back. You say, Let's people, Gary, 
Are they not flexible? Don't they have, we don't have any other thing we teach you. Why? Because we have an assignment. We must mature men. Say, ah, ah, Pastor D. You preached this thing last week now. It was two weeks ago. I still remember. Last year, that's the same thing you put. Ah. Make I preach amo. Make I make I preach amo. You see, the truth is that it's the same message we are preaching. It's the same message. We might change the topic. We might is the same thing. We might just be changing the theme, changing it. It's the same thing. It's the same message. Say, ah, ah, preach something else now. That gospel is for newborn babies. Ah, say it's the elementary. Ah, it's for those that are just born again. That's why you must be teaching them the gospel. We, we are mature. Give us strong meat. <laughs> we eat <are> strong meat. <laughs> <laughs> eh? Wait. You see, if you understand the gospel, you will realize that everything you want to learn is inside this one message. Is in the message. See, are you serious? Yes, I just caught you. Glory to God. But you know the problem? Many people want them to come down to their level. Now, if that's what you want, you know, some people sound ambiguous, and that's a fact. There are ministers or preachers that are very ambiguous in their language. And then you can pray. Perhaps you're in that point where you're still searching for a local church. Then you can pray that God will direct you. To a ministry where the pastor, the teacher, teaches with simplicity. And that's your prayer point. Not that you will be like, no, 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 what, 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 every day. Ah, who? What, yeah? I'm a No, there's no option. Either you listen or you listen. Amen. Say, ah, ah, pastor, 30 minutes now, let's go. Don't worry. The days are coming. I'm receiving strength to be able to preach for 30 minutes and allow you to go. I'm dreaming. I'm praying. But be prepared. If I'm to preach a message that's supposed to take me one hour, 30 minutes, if I'm to preach it in one hour, it means I've compressed Something that was supposed to take one hour, 30 minutes, into 30 minutes, you will explode on your seat. You will, you will explode on your seat. So, Kukuma yield and take everything. Instead of overload yourself in a short time. Hallelujah. And so you see, there is a curriculum There are things you must know. And that's why we give it to teaching the word. Okay. I tell you have Aluju Sunday. Another day, ah, let's look at 
stay with the word. Amen. Stay with the word. Can we not have a Sunday where all we will just come and do is sit down, uh, share food with one another? <laughs> Glory to God. Now, nothing wrong with any of those things. We've had love feasts before. Mm, so, be cool. Now, the thing I've just brought up from that is that, so as a believer, the goal is not for you to remain a student for life. Go to Hebrews chapter 5. Amen. Are you there? Hebrews 5 and verse 12. Are you in Hebrews 5 and verse 12? For when for the time ye ought to be teachers, ye have need that won't teach you again, which be the first principles of the oracles of God. And I become such as have need of milk and not of strong milk. Look at verse 13. For everyone that uses milk is unskillful in the world. He is a babe. How do we know that a believer is not growing? You have to teach him the very things he's supposed to have mastered. And at this point, we're talking about the gospel. So, he does not even know the gospel. How will he be able to explain it? How will he be able to win soul? When he does not even know what he's supposed to use to win soul. Amen. You have never won a soul before. But when you were in secondary school, all the girls, they know you, sugar-coated mouths. In fact, they used to tell themselves, ah, don't get close to that guy. Forget. Once he asks you out like this, you won't even know. It will be as if there is a jazz on his lips. You will just surrender. So your mouth is that sweet to win a lady's affection. But to win people to Jesus, Mbana. Don't worry. You'll find it here. <laughs> so your destiny is now to ask ladies out of it. Glory to God. Now don't substitute brass for gold. Don't be good at the wrong things. Be skillful at the right place. Hallelujah. I don't want to jump into some of the out ahead of myself. But just a little hint. Some of the people, you know, some of you, uh, you understand. You see, you, you have some of the natural charisma to win people. You say you just always realize that when you get into a place, the people just always like you. You don't know that God has given you a natural gift that you can divert for the purpose of the gospel. That you can get into an atmosphere and they can like you easily. Automatically means that you are a very good soul winner. Because soul winners are simple as making friends. Winning people's hearts.
You don't understand that that simple thing is good. Praise the name of Jesus. So you can say that one way that we would know if a believer is not growing, that number one, he does not even know the gospel. That is, you ask him now, explain the gospel. You have to explain it to him. You that you're asking him, you have to explain it to him. You should know that no, that one is not growing. Now, if you're at that point in time, you are, you are the one in that where you don't even know the gospel. It's, it's time to be humble and learn. Because that is your tool for reaching the lost. Amen. And that is how we know that you are maturing. Have you ever seen a child in a house that forever remains the last born? That is to say, last born by original, they are doing everything for him or her. Hmm? Even the last one must go to a point where it starts handling responsibilities. Is that true? It means as a believer, you can't afford to remain a babe. You must grow up. And what tells us that you are growing up? That you have learned this truth well enough that you can now explain it. Hallelujah. That you have learned what? The truth of this gospel well enough you say ah, I don't know how to preach the gospel you have just told us something I have not been growing spiritually that's what you are telling us amen and that tells us you have been spending your time on the wrong thing hallelujah how did you learn your chemistry 104 you just jumped and entered your head at me no, you attended lecture. You downloaded extra materials. You went for uh, what they used to organize tutorials. Now, if you went that far for something that does not have eternal relevance, certificate, how much was something that has eternal relevance? Have you not noticed that we go so far for something that weighs so less? Guys can travel from here to go and see maybe their babe. Onisha. The babe is in Onisha. He travel. Ah, ah, oh, guy is far. Ah, ah, Onisha. is not far. So, you want to go and see a girl. Onisha is not far again. But, you are in another part of the city same city come for church service ah it's far oh pastor it's far eh sure you can see that they are already doing you like there are people got in you village people you understand village people hallelujah how many of you here went to university outside of where your parents live? Oh, so your university was in your city room. You left where you, like your parents' house. You left your comfort. Eh? You went to a school. You could go that far for something that. Can you transfer a certificate to another person? Can I ever transfer it? 
something that has such trivial value when compared with the excellency of you know what you stand to gain when you give yourself all attention to this gospel this gospel has eternal value eternal relevance so why not pursue something that has eternal value Paul used the analogy of athletes as touching how our commitment and our disposition towards spiritual things ought to be let's go to 1 Corinthians chapter 9 and that's where we round up tonight from verse 24 are you in 1 Corinthians 9 verse 24 it says know ye not that they which run in a race run all that is there are many that run in a race but just one receives the price and then he says, so run that you may obtain. Bible in basic English, do you not see that in a running competition, all take part, but only one gets the reward. Now look at his admonition. He says, so let your mind be fixed on the reward. In other words, run in a way that will make you win the prize. Now look at verse 25. And every man that striveth for mastery, mastery is temperate in all things. Now they do it to obtain a corruptible crown. But we are incorruptible. Bible in basic English of verse 25. And every man who takes part in the sports, that's what he calls mastery. Every man that takes part in sports has self-control in all things. Now they do it to get a crown which is of this world, but we for an eternal crown. Now look at verse 26. I therefore so run, not as uncertainly, so fight I, not as one that beats the hair. What does it mean to be beating the hair? To be fighting without an aim. To have no targets. Now verse 27. But I keep my body under and bring it into subjection. Lest by any means when I have preached to others, myself should be a castaway. Hallelujah. Bible in basic English of verse 27. But I give blows to my body. That is, I put my body under subjection and keep it under control. For fear that I've, after having given the goodness to others, I myself might not have got approval. In what context? Is he saying he might not have got approval here? Is it that God would disapprove of him as a believer? No. What is the approval of God that he is seeking? In fulfilling his mandate. He is that meritorial handshake. You know the handshake people have. Maybe he's the governor that is the chairman of our occasion. That handshake of, yeah, he did a good job for winning the contest. He's calling it God's approval. Amen. So he's saying that I give my best to this thing. 
But look at the analogy he has given. He said, people who contest in athlete sports, they go as far as slimming down, dieting, not sleeping too much. I mean, he's talking about how much they put in. For what? A corruptible crown. If you win gold medal, 100 meter race, Olympic this year, does it mean you are the next year 100 meter winner? It only lasts for one year. At best, four years, Olympics. Then after four years, another person can win that prize. So look at how much people commit themselves, athletic commitment to something that has um, you know earthly value, something that does not last forever that is the same thing you did when you went to school you attend lecture hallelujah we have group meetings with your friends you go for tutorial night class in night class mosquito will bite you hallelujah are you following me just to graduate with a particular uh, class then what comes to what especially in Nigeria you now finish you don't use that certificate amen or you finish you still have to go and get a professional certification to practice say so look at how much people put in for something of inferior value Honestly, if we will compare value truly, truly, you realize that the education you are getting in school versus the education you are getting in church, one weighs more. But think about it. You pay for the education you get in school. You don't pay anything in church. Is that not enough to make you committed? You spend your nights reading something you probably will not use in school. This one will influence your life here. We influence your position in the tent. Hallelujah. This one will affect life here on earth, life in eternity. Why? Because there's a reward. Go to Second Corinthians chapter 5. Sorry, first Corinthians chapter 5, I mean. Sorry? Oh, 7 Corinthians 5. Eh? 
Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sorry, yeah, that's true. Yeah, sorry. Second Corinthians chapter five and verse ten. Hallelujah. And second Corinthians five and verse ten. For we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ, that everyone may receive the things done in his body, according to that he had done, whether it be good or bad. Listen, there is reward for good works. And one of the good works that you can do here on earth that will affect the reward you will get in eternity is preaching the gospel. Preaching the gospel. Hallelujah. Because that is the will of God. Hallelujah. And, and so, even if it is for that alone, no, I will give my all attention. Amen. To be a good student of the word of God. Hallelujah. Let's rise up on our feet tonight. I give my attention to what truly counts. I give my attention to what truly counts. In the name of Jesus. I give my attention to the word of God. In the name of Jesus. I give athletic commitment to the word. In the name of Jesus. I give my attention to the word. Yeah, I give my attention to God's word. In the name of Jesus. I'm committed. I'm devoted. In the name of Jesus. I take spiritual growth spirit seriously. In the name of Jesus. I place priority on the word. I place priority on the word. I place priority on the word. In the name of Jesus. Yes, I pay attention to what truly counts. In the name of Jesus. Oh, matakirobo salamante kelebahatus. Nila baragato boko sote faparadi gebashi. Zema kapala de mongre de bagadasso pratei. Zima kapala shagalamande. They will not ask how many shed you have. They will not ask how many children did you born. They will ask you what were the good things you did when you had life. Mata kirobo samandele bakus. Libara kosike manda balagabash. I refuse to be selfish. Mate kondo bregede balastoki kaba. Zipala koskabala baragabash. Mando korobos kete balagabash. Imbrogodos kombre de gabash. Rabagabashata kito de la balabash. Mapakos in de lebatos. Lishabalabash kikaba. Ilabasonda labakaba. The zeal of the Lord is in my heart. Imato sumakati. There is zeal in my heart for the Lord. Makibaros kaba. Imankato paso teketi. Zemakabasi kababash. Rabagido bobo sokoto. I pay my attention in the name of Jesus. I pay due diligence. 
Inamasatalamandi, Inamasombrakata, Inamasombratatapa, Iramantalabasanama, Indabarando Sakata, Igabababason Dalaba, Rabakiston Dababa, Ikaton de Balabas, Imandalabason de Keti, Mandelebos Kabalaba, Imatatakoposama, Inasatalabati, Nedibagasombre, Radabasoti, Inamasongata, Inamasata, Ikanamasata, Ikanamasondalaba, Ikandabalabasuta, Inamakasonda, Ikatabalabasuti, Natakabalabasa, Ikandalabasuta, Ikandalabasuti, Nebalabasondalabaya. Mande keto la baraga de balagabaya. Mande ko balabalabasakata. Manda balabasate keteya. Raka balabalabasakabalaba. Nekapa sopalapakata. Liko borokotos. Lika balabasana mandalaba. Nide la bababasababa. Rabagero babosamati. Lika rabasotobolobos. Ikanda lava sakata, ikonda balava sindelava, likara balava sombra kata, ikabalava sombra ketei, zelabalava sagaba, ikabalava sagaba, ida baba baba, ida baba baba sandaba, ikombalava sondalava, ikatabalava sandalava, lekabradalava so, era baba baba, era baba baba Iba baba 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 basha le barigaba la bala basho kata e bratela magadisha le manda bara baba sanama le gedisha bala ba isa bala bala basati zegedele bogona bala basho iko bala bara baba le mande baba basha I'm not slothfully business inamakosa I'm fervent in spirit I'm serving the Lord mande kosika ibala baba baba sha iko Panatei, Ikamatea, and the Basukata, Inamasanama, Regate Balabalaba, Inamasanama, Iko Panabralaba, Rabagati Labasune, Regatina Masana, and Dalabati Alabade, Nedigos Manamate, Esanamakati, Regatina Masade, Regatilas. Ira bagatina masote, ere begatina masada, ere kamana nina masade, ira baba shana. I bow with favor in the name of Jesus. I bow with zeal. Leko sinama, reketonama, erika manana, esikola manate, segedele mane, regabele menege, esana makata, esekeni manakata, eragata bala, esagata bala. Rabba 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 Rabba
Yes, yes, yes. Oh, yes. Yes, in the name of Jesus. Yes, yes, yes. Fresh seal be sparkled. Fresh seal be sparkled. Fresh seal be sparkled. Fresh commitment be sparkled. Fresh passion be sparkled. Fresh seal be sparkled. Fresh seal be sparkled. Zeal to be studious. Zeal to be committed to the things of God. Zeal be sparkled. Zeal be sparkled. Inana mashata kalabaya. Rabababa shakatalaba. Niketonda laba satakata. E kalaba satata. Ilabababa shati. Zigete gete gete. Fresh zeal. Fresh zeal. Fresh zeal. Leko baratos kabalate. Manda baba basana baba. Yes, we born with zeal. Passion for Lord. Passion for the Lord. Passion for the Lord. Passion for the Lord. Ile baba baba shakatalaba. Rabba baba baba shakiti. Ere baba baba.